To episode 36 of the Into the We Hours podcast. My name is Sarah Pendergrass and I am joined over Zoom by my wonderful co-host Kristen Vorton. Hello again. <laughs> and it's just the two of us today. It is. <laughs> so yeah, um, today I guess we have a bit of a different, I don't know if a different style of episode is fair to say, but I guess a bit of a different intention to the usual. Um, mm-hmm. I... I'm going to be talking a little bit more about myself than I would necessarily choose to, but I know this is a good thing. It is. (laughs) (laughs) How are we going to kick off, Kristen? I know. I was actually like, I don't even think that you should really like be introducing it. (laughs) (laughs) You've kind of hinted at a couple of things anyways, but Sarah, in 2023, we are now, what are we? Friday, the 27th of January, just to timestamp us. Yes. Yeah, so it will yes. be very relevant as this episode drops for everybody. And you have hinted at a couple of things for what you would like to achieve in 2023. One being a big main goal. What are you looking to do in 2023 as an adventure? Hmm. Well, and this is a thing I did not hint, I don't think, to this in our intention episode at all. No, on social media. Sorry. Oh, socials. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, With your like 4 million thousand followers. <laughs> Everybody knows. <laughs> um, yeah. So my big goal for this year is something that's been in the works for quite a while is to, I guess, in a nutshell, trail run the length of Scotland. You. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So starting off the podcast, uh, I didn't actually have any quick fire questions for you because we'll get through them. <laughs> but if you are, for whatever reason, this is your very first uh, episode that you're listening to. Generally, how we do it is we'll kind of warm up the guest or yes, warm up our guest with a couple of quick fire questions. But the big one is kind of the origin story of our guest. If you haven't listened to uh, Sarah's origin story, go all the way back to episode one so that you know who Sarah is and a little bit of her background. But Sarah, give an origin story to this trail run the length of Scotland goal that you have. Yeah. Um, okay. So I guess I first thought about this in 2017. 2017 or 2018. So that was a time when I was running a fair amount. And actually for context, I had a little look at Strava and I don't log everything on Strava, but I'm conscious that I used to run a lot and I have not been running at all really. Um, And in those years, I was running about three and a half thousand kilometers or 4,000 kilometers a year compared to the last couple of years where I've run barely 400 kilometers. Um, (laughs) Yeah, You've been busy with other things though too, but yes. Yeah, no, not to say I haven't been active. I've been mm. riding. I've logged more time hiking and stuff. But yeah, I um, certainly have dropped off the running miles. But at that time is the time when I was running a lot. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I guess I was very immersed in trail running culture, um, listening to podcasts. I'd read a book by um, an English adventurer, Anna McNuff, called The Pants of Perspective. And if you haven't read it, it's a really fun, easy read. It's about her story of um, running the length of New Zealand. 
solo, just like as a huge multi-day mission on the, I can never pronounce it. And I think both of us are going to call this like the Tearara Trail. But anyway, basically the length of the South and North Island of New Zealand. TA is what the hikers call it when they're doing through hiking. Um, and I'd read that. I was like, oh, it'd be so cool to do a multi-day mission. Um, I was racing at that time, but I've always loved adventure. And um, a lot has changed in my life, I guess, since I thought about that in 2018, bearing in mind at that point I was running a lot and married to a guy and all the different things that have happened in life since then. Um, 2019, and I think I'll probably put this as the cover art for the episode, but 2019 I wrote on the side of a Lululemon van that my intention was to travel around the length of Scotland. And I actually um, remember seeing that photo and we had been friendly. Like, I think that we've gone on like a couple of runs at that stage, but yeah, definitely since the podcast, obviously both of our relationships have gone like amazingly, right? <laughs> it's been so different and so great. But I remember seeing that post um, when you had just started at Lululemon, I think it was like maybe even your induction or something like that. And I kind of thought to myself like, that's a lofty goal (laughs) because it's huge, right? It's ginormous. So to put that out there to the universe was quite brave. I thought that was amazing because now we're coming around to it. So I just wanted to put that, like, I remember looking at that going, that would be pretty amazing, but pretty huge as well. Yeah, I appreciate that. And I guess I appreciate that insight that it seems huge because I think I've been thinking of it for so long now that part of me is like, yeah, like this was inevitably going to happen. And I, I think the reality will probably sink in across the year um, as we get closer to this. But yeah, so that was 2019. And then essentially, I pretty much was mountain biking a lot in 2019. And then COVID hit in 2020. So it never happened, um, which took us through to 2021, where goodness knows what I did. Not much running, apparently. Um, I feel like nobody knows what they did in 2021. So (laughs) yeah. I think bikepacking was my 2021 probably, adventure-wise. And then, yeah, and then um, 2022, like time has just passed and the idea has always been there. So this year I've been just decided that it's the time to do it. I've really been missing trail running. I love the simplicity of it. I obviously have my adventure pup, Ness, who loves the trail run too. I went back to Scotland last year, um, hiked, remembered like how much I love the connection with the land in Scotland, like it feels like home. And I wasn't a trail runner when I lived in Scotland. So I haven't seen really any of these trails. And uh, yeah, this is the year that I'm going to do it. Yes. So exciting. So it's kind of worked through the evolutions of just being like kind of this lofty idea, put it on a van, and now we're actually getting into some of the planning stages. So when you talk to me about like, hey, we should maybe look at doing some recordings of kind of the lead up to Scotland, and you talked about this messy middle, um, which you are kind of currently in at the moment. I wasn't familiar with the term, but I love it. So I love that we're doing this right now because I think it showcases to people like the idea is great, but it's getting everything going and getting everything kind of into play that people don't necessarily see because they might see the idea and then they might see the end product. So you're kind of like at the very beginning of the messy middle. So talk about the messy middle and where you're at at the moment. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so credit the messy middle idea to Glennon Doyle, one of my favorite podcasts. So Glennon Doyle is the author of Untamed. She has a podcast, We Can Do Hard Things. 
um, with her wife, Abby Wombok, and her sister, Amanda. And they talk about the messy middle being the idea that we're really good at sharing the end of something. And she's talking in relation often to like mental health, but I think this can apply to so many things. And we even do it with the podcast, right? It's like someone's trained for this race and done all this stuff. And then we just talk to them about the adventure or the race. And it's like, how did it go? And so, yeah, like you say, Kristen, the idea here is like, I am in the middle of this, um, or really even at the beginning, you know, it's obviously been in my mind for a long time, but this is uh, the idea being that we will just share as the journey goes on. And part of the messy middle is I thought I'd have time to prepare for this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I've just had so much else going on this week between, yeah, life, essentially. Hashtag life. going to be part of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, I can't even remember the question you asked me other than the messy middle bit now. <laughs> yes. So where are you currently at in your beginning stages of the messy middle of this online adventure? <laughs> yeah, so I guess where I'm at is um, route planning. I have is something that I started years ago um, that has evolved partly because of logistics, partly because I'm not a sponsored athlete who's going to be paid to do this. I yes, have what? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Shock. Um, I have limited time. I work as a contractor. So when I'm away, the reality is I'm not going to be earning anything. This is going to involve overseas travel. There is significant expenses involved with that in itself. Um, and then even just in the logistics of adventuring for that time. And so what you're saying, Sarah, the, is we yeah. are currently elevating the voice of an everyday adventurer. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that just so aligned with our mission? How <laughs> incredible. <laughs> But yeah, essentially, in a nutshell, where I'm at at the moment is I think I've pretty much locked in a route, which does not look like the original route that I had planned. And um, I've locked in, and this is so crucial, I've locked in support crew as well. Mm -hmm. And all credit to George, who I haven't even told that I'm recording this yet. Haven't actually spoken to him in person yet, but um, my friend George has agreed to support me throughout this. And it was his idea to actually record a series of podcasts to bring community into what is quite a solo effort as well. Shout out to George. So, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I just said shout out to George. I oh, think it's a George. great idea. <laughs> yeah. So root George and uh, timing. I know when roughly when I'm going to be going. Um, yeah, that's pretty much where I'm at. And just knowing that I need to start training. And the last, pretty much since the hike that we did over New Year, so we did a Falls to Hotham hike, that was kind of like my kickstart of just time on feet. And that is my primary goal at the moment, is just building time on feet. So I'm, I feel like I'm in week four, feeling good, pretty excited, and just loving moving again on my feet on the trails. Amazing. So you talked a little bit about route planning. So that's probably the main portion of where you're at currently in this kind of messy middle middle process like you're talking about. So talk a little bit about the route that you are planning and give context for people who are not in Scotland. And then obviously people who are in Scotland will be able to resonate with it a little bit more. Mm, yeah. And I should have brought a note of this more specifically, but I'll give a general idea. And then I guess the idea as we go forward is I can be a little bit more in depth if people are interested and people also, if there's questions, I guess, that people have for me going through this process, I'm happy to answer those as well. Um, but the route that I have mapped is about 700 kilometers in total. 
my um, aspiration, I guess, was to say that I was running the length of Scotland. Scotland has some very northerly islands, um, the Shetlands and Orkney Isles, which are miles off the coast of the north. So essentially, I'm running the length of mainland Scotland um, from the most southerly point to the most northerly point, except I'm not really because there are no rules. So... (laughs) I'm starting in the most southerly point of Scotland, which is called the Mull of Galloway. There's a lighthouse there. Lighthouses being one of my favorite things in the world make that very exciting in a nerdy way. Um, And then I'm going to follow a series of trails. So I'm pretty much going to be on trail as much as I can for that entire time. Um, Through, I guess, the west coast of Scotland um, onto the West Highland Way, which if you're um, familiar with multi-day hikes in the UK you will have heard of the West Highland Way it's also a trail run it's pretty much a miler it's 160 k's Um, so it is a race every year as well and then from there what will differ to my original plan which was to essentially follow the International Appalachian Trail so I don't know if like knowing the Appalachian Trail is a through hike in the US they have international branches and there is one in Scotland but it goes into a very remote wilderness section of Scotland and it's an area I would really really love to run or hike through but it is remote in terms of resupply it was just getting complicated it's not a marked trail I'd have to navigate through open moor mountains and those are things that I would love to do but knowing my time constraints and just my skill level right now in terms of there's not very many places I can practice that around here on the Sunshine Coast um I've changed my route a little bit so I will jump off the mainland pretty much at the same latitude um, as Fort William, where I'll finish the West Highland Way. And then I'm going to follow what's called the Hebridean Way. I think it's about 250 kilometers across 10 islands. Very remote. It's like a five-hour ferry off the mainland to the west. Um, And yeah, these are remote islands. Like it's all like single track, very sparsely populated. A couple more ferries to join them. I think it's like six causeways. And then I'll finish at what's known as the Butt of Lewis, which is at the very north, another lighthouse. So I'm connecting two lighthouses, which I like the notion of. And it'll probably be around my 40th birthday as well. Amazing! Mm. Super cool. Now, is there any reason that you've chosen to go from south to north? For whatever reason in my head, if I was route planning... Uh, and I I wouldn't be able to give you any reason why. I would think of north to south. But is there a reason that you chose south to north? Yeah. So one of the main reasons is the prevailing wind. So uh, weather in Scotland can be blustery, shall we say, and especially on those islands. If you imagine the topography of them, they're pretty flat and they're very exposed. They're like right out there on the open ocean and it's gets very very windy i have been on wild camping and surfing trips out there in the past years ago and have seen every single person's tent completely destroyed overnight with the winds yeah right okay (laughs) so having the wind behind me as opposed to blowing into my face the whole time is a main factor um and also i kind of like the idea I don't know why, but I like the idea of traveling into a more remote place as mm-hmm. opposed to traveling from remote to populated, which is kind of, I don't know what the sense in that is. I, I would suppose. think opposite for me as well. Yeah. Like I would think of going from like a remote place into like a populated city so that, you know, the entire city can come out for my um, huge finish line, but with well, a balloon and things. <laughs> maybe that's why it appeals because there won't be a balloon arch when I get to the butt of Lewis. <laughs> 
Loki. <laughs> yes, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. So you mentioned it's just over 700 kilometers is what you're planning on. Yes. Give yes. Give or take. Yeah, we'll yes. see. Because yeah. <laughs> we could also do another episode going, all right, guys, it's a totally different plan. <laughs> we could, but yeah. at the moment, what are you currently hoping to achieve per day? Like, do you have a per day kind of allowance of kilometer? Like, what are you kind of thinking about how it's going to look like? Yeah, so I've done some rough planning and, you know, in all honesty, I'm guessing I haven't done anything like this before. I don't know what my body's going to think of it. Um, I am, I, I'm going for 30 kilometers on average a day mm-hmm. is how I've planned it out. It means it brings me in within a month. I'm thinking back to back, there may be one rest day to get from the mainland to the island just because of logistics with the ferry and travel time. Um, but I feel like if it's like 23, 24 days back to back, 30 Ks a day, it sounds tough, but I'm also like, that's all I really need to do in a day. And 30 mm. Ks isn't that far right mm-hmm. um especially if I'm like just run walking depending on what the terrain's like and what the weather's like and how I'm feeling because I'm flying you know I'm booking an overseas flight I don't really have leeway mm-hmm. at the end for it for something to go wrong and take longer like I want to complete it as much as I possibly can so I feel like 30ks for a few weeks sounds durable every day yeah and yes. like I guess relating it to Arcana's podcast for example it's not like you ha- are restrained to have to do it in one go, for example. You can actually split it up even into like three 10K runs if you really wanted to. And then you go, oh, three 10K runs, I can do that any day of the week. And you can, yeah, kind of break it down a little bit more as I'm I'm sure what you might do on some days. And maybe you just run 30K for the full day. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other reason with the 30 is it gives me leeway because it's not like if I'm running through a remote section, it's not like at 30 Ks, I'm necessarily right, going to be somewhere go. where I'm going to still <laughs> stick, stick my pack on the ground and finish, you know? So <laughs> there's even, there's a section of trail that's 60 Ks that I'm thinking maybe I just have a big day on that day and take that whole trail off in one and buy myself time. Maybe that leads me to be more potentially injured. Like these are things that I need to play with, I think, as I see how my body's going with training. But I feel like it gives me enough scope to either like up it or decrease it depending on the day and, and where I am. Yeah. And um, what are you doing for sleeping arrangements and things? So per day? Yeah. So this is also where I feel like I'm making it in inverted commas easier for myself. Um, when I initially thought about doing this adventure, I very much just planned to do it self-supported, do it solo um, and carry my stuff. Having hiked uh, for three days with a pack um, over Christmas, I was reminded, like, I don't mind it, but I would so much rather just travel faster and not carry all my shit on my back. So, um, yeah, as much as, like, I'm happy to hike and carry stuff, also, if I don't have to, then fantastic. So, I get to share this adventure with my friend George, who I mentioned, who, yeah, I met in 2001. He was my lacrosse coach at Aberdeen University. So we've known each other a fair amount of time now, which is slightly scary. Um, But he is going to be living in his van at the time and has very, very generously offered to follow me on this adventure. So he will carry the majority of my gear, which will include a tent. And then the plan is we'll find somewhere to camp each night which logistically, like for him in the van will be okay. But for me with a tent, we'll need to put a bit more planning into what that looks like because I can't just stick my tent anywhere, albeit in Scotland, it is easier with um, the right to roam. But yeah, 
tent pretty much is going to be my sleeping quarters each night somewhere along the road. Amazing. We'll have to uh, talk to George maybe just before the adventure starts and uh, get his uh, whole take on his planning and everything else. That's cool. Um, now, with your navigation and things, are you mostly going to be navigating yourself? Um, are you going to have like basically all of the days laid out? Like I know that you're very techie and you can put it on your watch. I've never figured out how to do that. <laughs> What's your plan for navigation? Yeah. So, I mean, with the route that I have roughly mapped so far it is on pretty much way marked trails for most of the way so that will make life easier in terms of having a general guide also we know what marked trails are like and I am an absolute expert on getting lost on marked trails also so my plan is to map it all out um whatever program that is Strava Gaia map out I haven't decided yet and create GPX files for different sections. And yeah, use my watch as a backup. Like I think I'll be okay, but just to always have a backup, have that on my Garmin, on my phone, um, and go from there. Yeah, I'm hoping it's gonna be fairly straightforward, but also I know that in remoter sections, like on the islands, if you're crossing moorland and stuff like that, it can be pretty tricky to get, well, not get your bearings, because I'm gonna be on an island, so I can like keep the ocean on either side of me. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I'm hoping it's not going to be too tricky. Yeah, nice. Um, I don't even think that we mentioned it, but you're looking to go potentially like August, September. So kind of towards yeah. maybe it'll that'll be late summer. Um, is there a reason that you chose that typical time? Yeah, I mean, in all honesty, the main reason is comes down to George's availability. He is yeah. going to be available from that time. Mm-hmm. That being said, he made a very good point. Um which I'm very aware of, is that midges in Scotland are can potentially be a nightmare. And if you oh. haven't experienced the Scottish midge, then yeah, <laughs> the Scottish you, might, midge. <laughs> you might not realize that they are swarming, swarming, tiny, very bitey flies. Oh. And they can make your life hell. Like, especially on the west coast of Scotland, um, or like it's around summertime it can be you're literally inhaling them it's so unpleasant so and there's even a website that every day you can look at the midge count like it's yeah it's a thing like, like in the millions. yeah like it's pretty much like a radar of how terrible the midges are on that day really um yeah so we yeah. get midges in australia but yeah but you're like oh that's sweet guys like they're yeah oh wow because they could be nasty when they're out. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel like the one thing I, not the one thing, but one of the things I love about Scotland is I can like frolic in long grass with no snakes and nothing that's going to kill me. But midges, like Scotland really takes the leaderboard when it yeah. comes to to them. Yeah. Okay. So hopefully by that time, that will not be such a an issue. Um, and also it just gives me time really to train since as of the start of January, that's me starting running again, um, and save up and plan essentially. So totally. yeah, not How exciting, is- but yeah. Yeah. So four weeks, how's your training going? Yeah. So good. <laughs> I'm so happy to be back running and I'm so, I don't know. I'm yeah. pretty sure your stories yesterday indicated oh. that you were not happy to be <laughs> 
<laughs> no, it wasn't that I wasn't happy to be back running. It was that I was unhappy about being out late in the day in 35 gotcha. degree heat for three hours, <laughs> which was totally my own doing. Um, Not and- very specific training. I think what they say with your training <laughs> architecture is start least specific and work up into your most specific. <laughs> I can't imagine Scotland being 35 degrees. <laughs> no, I no, I can't. I think yesterday's the only like specificity of yesterday was just mental battle yes. of <laughs> continuing on when I was like, I really <laughs> don't want to be here. And to my credit, when Ness, who is the most energetic dog in the world, is like, I've had enough. I was looking at her thinking, okay, this is a silly idea. But yeah, we did three hours. Um, it was a public holiday yesterday. So we did three hours in the heat and we started late and I was on bitumen in the sun and yeah, I'm, but also I'm so proud of myself. Like that's the second three hour run slash hike that I've done this week and feels like I feel great today. So Amazing. I'm stoked. Yeah. Yes. For the first time I've really embraced run walking yes. um, to get back into things. And for my knees, it's just working a treat because that's my main concern when it comes to running again. But yeah, it's going so well. So yeah, it's just... Not huge, but yeah, I think I, I did about 10 hours on my feet last week, which is probably what you Look do in a day, out. dog walking. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, similar again this week with with some elevation. So, yeah. So good. That's awesome. And it's not like you're coming from zero run experience at all. Like, you know how your body feels. You know how to take it slow. You mentioned there as well. Like, yes, you had a lot of time on feet. A lot of it is probably going to be spent run walking, which is again more that specificity of probably what you're going to do on some of those days as well so yeah you're coming into this with quite a bit of experience in your back pocket you know what to kind of look for so is there anything around training like I know that you mentioned off air you don't have a coach or anything are you looking to get a coach are you going to do everything yourself like what what's your kind of training architecture loosely looking like yeah good question um at the moment I guess the thing for me from a background perspective is I've always been on program when I have been training for something I've always had a coach so be that when I was ocean swimming or doing triathlon or growing up playing lacrosse um trail running like I was super fortunate to be coached by David Roche of Swap if that means anything to you if you're in the trail community so I've always been on program and followed that and I'm really at the moment enjoying just being like like you say I actually I do know a lot I have actually run a lot of K's. I've been coached by a whole bunch of different people. I understand the principles and I'm just enjoying at the moment having no pressure, trying to just work running into a busy life as opposed to previously when I've been on program, like if I don't hit um, the workout or hit what's programmed, I I don't deal well with that you know like Mm. I really want to tick the boxes Mm. um and at the moment I still want to like I've just started surfing recently again like I still want to have if there's surf I want to still have time to do that and to be a little bit looser about it but know that at the end of the week I'm just like oh I want to at the moment have x amount of time on feet which I'm just inventing but it's just what feels good in my body um and see how I go and if time goes on and I'm like oh no I really would like some support maybe some specific stuff, maybe not just draw on old workouts and the things that I have in my back pocket, then I might reach out to a coach. And I do have someone in mind who I know that I I would ask. But at the moment, like, I'm enjoying the flexibility and the flow of it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I think that's important, especially on these like kind of early stages of kind of getting back into the running. You know, you mentioned you've only done 400K in the last year, right? And you're going to do that in one stint. It's it's finding that joy and finding that love for yourself again, because sometimes, yes, it's lovely to have the box to tick because sometimes that does help with motivation and everything. But a lot of this is going to come back to like, again, all these adventures. I'm so sorry, everybody, but nobody else really cares except for you, right? So it's got to come down to why you're doing it and your love for running and wanting to run the length of Scotland. So do you have any sort of why? Is it mostly, I I would assume, being Scottish, but you you come up with like a pretty solid why already, or is that still kind of in this messy middle process for the days that aren't going to feel as good? Yeah, it's it's kind of in the messy middle process. Because we always ask people this, I have been thinking about it. Mm. And funnily enough, I just had a book arrive today. I'll have to look up the name of the author, but it's about writing your own personal manifesto. And I was like, oh, I'm going to write a manifesto for this adventure. I really like that oh, idea wow. of tying it into my core values and, you know, why I'm out there and, and what I'm doing out there and what I'm hoping um, to get from it as well. But so much of what I've been thinking about recently is it's simply because I can. Yeah. Like I am, and it can sound so cheesy, but I'm so fortunate. I can literally get out of bed, tie my shoes. I have the freedom to go out my door, run. Like it's so nice to feel my body moving like that again. It's so nice to live in a place where it's safe to do that. It's so cool that, you know, COVID's not around and I have the freedom to fly back to Scotland, to reconnect with the land there, to reconnect with some people there. Like it is quite at the moment, quite simple and just like, wow, I'm so fortunate that I can do this. That's um, amazing. And yeah, I, it will build from there for sure. And I have lots of different things. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm turning 40. So it's a cool like celebration of that. But yeah, that's not a main driver. Um, but yeah. And I think like in a future episode, we can maybe have a chat. I'm toing and froing about fundraising for this. Mm-hmm. Um, and because I can is something... Um, that will tie into potential not-for-profit that I'm looking at fundraising money for as well. Um, just because the freedom we do have and the freedom that other women on the planet do not. Yes. But um, yeah, we can come back to that. But yeah, for now, it's just like, oh, I'm just so stoked. I have the freedom and ability to do this. And yeah, like you say, I ran, I think it was like 350 kilometers last year. And in wow. the last, yeah. what by the end of this month, I'll have run over 150 already. So it's like, and it just feels so good. It's just really fun. Really That's nice awesome. to be back doing it. Yeah. I yeah. love seeing you back running as well. Makes me yeah. so happy. <laughs> I know you said about my red face. It's like everyone talks about my red face. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the, like, it's the red face that we can all relate to of like, ah, just pure joy. You've been out for a sweat. Yeah. Um, just all of the things. So that's really, really good. Um, yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask something else. Um, is there anything um, else that you wanted to talk about for the moment? I think my notes were... I, yeah, there was something no, else I, I was going to ask. I mean, I'm happy if... I think if we just set the intention that we'll maybe just do a series of short conversations. I mean, Kristen, yeah. you had a good idea. Maybe we can pull in other people into the conversation, like in terms of professional support. Currently, I have none. But um, yes. yeah, it's it's a good idea. And if people have questions, but there's so many things to discuss, you know, when it comes to the specifics of planning, nutrition, all the things that are going to be involved, content that I want to potentially create from this, which will be another output, I hope too. So yeah. Yeah. It's funny when you actually break down everything, 
the running is actually the the easiest part. Like all you have to do is put one foot in front of the other for a yeah. lot of time. <laughs> But, like, you also have to think about how you're going to do that, and that's the really tricky part, hey? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even George said to me the other day, oh, are you going to need to do laundry? And I was like, oh, yeah. yes, I, didn't I will. I think of that, too. <laughs> I wasn't factoring that into my day, but, of course, I'm not yeah. going to have 24 different outfits to run in. So, yeah. Totally. These are the things that it's going to be, yeah, we can check in and see what I've remembered that I need to plan that I haven't at all. <laughs> yes, yes, amazing. Um, so... Yeah, I think that's a nice place to wrap up. So, yeah. Yeah, and I just need a name for this adventure. So I I uh, had joked, because initially I was like, Scotland, end to end. I'm like, oh, that's so dull. And then I joked the other day, because I'm running from the, the bottom of Scotland, so at the Mull of Gallery to the butt of Lewis. We were talking about bottom to butt. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I kind of went for tip to toe, and I'm going bottom to butt. And I'm like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> That's pretty funny, actually. <laughs> That's a good one. Actually, has so, yeah. anybody else ever done this? Do you know of anybody? Yeah, okay. So I don't know, but funnily enough, I'm so fortunate to be writing for The Lonely Planet at the moment. And the editor asked me, I was speaking about this, and he was like, has anyone else done it? And I hadn't really thought about it. And a few people have asked me since the same question. And no, I would love to hear if anyone has done this. I know people have done that international Appalachian route um, on the mainland, but I don't know anyone that has traversed this way. So yeah, if anyone happens to know of anyone, I would love to hear about it because I don't know of anyone so far. Yeah, good one. Um, Okay, well, to wrap it up, do you think that there is going to be a wildest we? (laughs) (laughs) Anywhere in particular? I think it's pretty inevitable. Yeah. I think I haven't, too. I haven't <laughs> planned it in yet, but yeah, I think uh, <laughs> I think it's pretty inevitable. Yeah. <laughs> well, Sarah, if people would like to follow along, um, are you going to be like as part of your content stuff? Are you going to be sharing some things on social media as the kind of prep comes up to it? Yeah, I I need to think about what that's going to look like, but certainly on all the gear, nay for you Scots people, NAE idea. <laughs> um, I will share stuff, even just simple things like sharing in my stories yesterday about that brutal training run I did. We'll all be part of it. So <laughs> yeah, if you want to follow along, get in touch for sure. Yes. And are you back on Strava? Are you doing Strava? Yeah, I'm on Strava. Yeah. I am. Yes. I, I pretty much, I, well, this is the other thing. I used to always train wearing a watch the whole time. I'm not really that fussed about that, but I am generally recording stuff if I do. So yeah, yeah. it'll be on there too. More of just a track for yourself, probably more than anybody else. Yeah. That's exactly it. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I'm certainly not chasing any segments or any of that. It's purely a training log for me. Yeah. Oh, would you go for the Guinness Book of World Records? I don't know what my world record is going to be. Just the length <laughs> of Scotland. Not in Scotland. <laughs> The thing is, it sounds like a speed thing, and I'm not, I'm not going for speed, but yeah, maybe, maybe yeah, well, I can, just maybe I an FKT do- then, FKT just to set the route, and then you can have other people breaking it, or yours going to be long standing, for example, and then people are chasing it. Like it gives some people something to go for. I think it, True. yeah, look at setting up an FKT. Yeah, maybe I should see if I can submit it. I don't know how that works, but yeah, I could speak to Sammy Brown and see how there you, you do go. That, so. Yeah, yeah, cool. you're gonna hold an FKT. <laughs> <laughs> You're a speed demon. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That'd be super good. Yeah. Cool. Well, if anybody has any questions for Sarah, obviously get in touch with her. Um, If you have any ideas for what you would like to hear about for Route 
planning, setting, executing, all of the things. Um, yeah, we've got, like, Sarah's come up with quite a lot of really nice ideas for podcasting and stuff. Um, but again, if anybody's got anything out there, more than happy to take on some feedback if there's anything in particular. Yeah, for sure. And if anyone has any ideas for me around the mission, then yeah, let me know. Amazing. Good Good one. All right. Thank you, KB. Good job. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening to another episode of Into the Wee Hours podcast. To get in touch, you can find us on Instagram at Into the Wee Hours podcast or email us at Into the Wee Hours podcast at gmail.com. On Instagram, Sarah is all the gear, nay idea, and that is N-A-E for all you non-Scots people, and Kristen is at Kristen Vodden. To read the show notes or to listen on the website, you can visit intothewehours.com forward slash podcast, and to help support this podcast, you can also head over to our Patreon page, which is patreon.com forward slash podcast. Happy adventuring, and we will talk to you next time.